0: Hey, I'm Muthita Panmuk, your business operations strategist. I help six to seven-figure service-based entrepreneurs to get back at least 10 hours a week with Get Unstuck Method. You are in the right place if you want to scale your business that support your lifestyle. Subscribe to our weekly newsletter at beforeyouscale.com and it's time. Let's get unstuck. Hi, everyone. So today, please welcome Thalesa Pantanella with me right here from Right Away Leeds. And she has experienced over 20 years developing her marketing skill. Thank you so much for joining me today, Teresa.
1: It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me.
0: Let's go back to your personal first before we get into the business. Who you were when you were younger who you who you are today successfully?
1: Most people wouldn't even see this part of me. I was very quiet. Mm. I was a bookworm. I loved to read books as a youth and as a teenager. Wasn't really into the partying crowd. You know, I had a an older sister, 15 months my senior, and she was like pulling me by my elbow. Come on, let's go, let's go, let's go. And like, we're just standing around chit-chatting. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm going home and read a book. <laughs> You know, and I, I I love to play the piano. Ah. So I was either playing the piano or reading a book as a teenager. And my, my parents were quite surprised one day when I said, I, I want to go to Helsinki, Finland. And I grew up in Toledo, Ohio. There was a very small city near Toledo called Finley. So all my dad heard was that I wanted to go to Finley. He was like, whatever. He couldn't believe his child had this, wanted to go to some little town for the whole summer. You can go. The next day I told him I needed a $1,000. He said, for what? I said, to go to Finland. He said, you said you're going to Finley. I said, no, I didn't. I'm going to Finland. Well, he was like, absolutely not, and of course, I burst into tears because all day long, I'd been dreaming about it. Yeah. I was 15 years old. It was through an exchange student program. I was all excited. I had all the paperwork filled out, ready to go. My mom had to intervene at some point, but you know, I started saving my babysitting money. I started calling up the neighbors. Can I mow your lawn? Can I wash your car? <laughs> Anything to try to put this $1,000 together. I was working extra hours at my part-time job. I was late to school because I was working late. And my mom was like, we need to get her there." <laughs> I'm a very focused person, and I still am today, and a little more outgoing than what I was as a teenager. I think that experience in Helsinki, Finland, there I was on my own. I stayed with a wonderful host family, was there for nine weeks, they had a boy my age and a girl a year younger than me, and I hung out with her, and I learned to do the chit-chat thing. And I learned to really try to figure out what people were saying because they didn't speak English that well. They, 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 yes, they spoke English, but it was with, with an accent. So to me, I was struggling to communicate. And because I was there by myself, I, I had to lean in and grow as a person. I had to develop the communication skills. I had to learn how to be around people and how to understand how to interact in the family and be a part of a family in a whole different level, whole different level. And I came back and my skills in the retail stores were different. My ability to go to college was different because I was out there. And, and when I'm marketing, I use the same, how do people communicate? What are they talking about? Where are they coming from? Why are they talking about this? So that whole, those nine weeks reshaped my life. I mean, thank goodness that my mother convinced my father. I'll always be grateful for that. The whole concept of marketing really does come down to, you know, the message. And yes, for online marketing, the image will stop people. The video gets their attention, but it's, the, it's what they read in that message, that's the very last decision point they make of whether or not to act on the ad, whether to take action. They make a split second decision if they like you, if they don't like you, what else they want to know about you. You know, that whole curiosity factor as humans, We're wired to be curious. So unless you can ignite that curiosity factor and that copy, you've lost your prospect. Mm. Yeah. So it's, um, that, that's, that's, that's how I got that. That's how the two are connected. That's about me personally going into all of that.
0: Yeah. Uh, And, and how you start your business then?
1: Well, I'm a fourth generation entrepreneur. Uh, yeah, those, those Sunday family dinners sitting around the table and hearing dad and grandpa talk about business. And <laughs> I would go listen and, and grandpa would say things like, no matter what you do, learn how to think for yourself. And he'd say things like, the only way to get ahead in this life is to have your own business <laughs> right, right. So I, I went through school learning to be an occupational therapist. That's what my bachelor's degree is in. And the whole time I kept thinking, how do you make a business out of this? I for. I would be working for a hospital. And I went to work for the hospital when I graduated. And eventually I did figure out how to make a business. Mm. And after about 20 years, actually 20, 24 years, I knew I didn't want to go to the clinic anymore. I needed to do something different. And that's when I really dove in and started learning about internet marketing. Because the marketing aspect of the business was one of the aspects I really loved. I can't tell you how many people told me, Teresa, if you weren't out there marketing, your business would have died an early death. Because that whole people skill thing, understanding where they're coming from, knowing you know, the physicians that would refer to me and how to communicate to them about what to expect from the services we were offering. So the marketing was really, I really enjoyed that part of it. And with the internet marketing, oh my gosh, it's like this mushroom that keeps growing. Because there's so many different innovative ways to market online. And, you know, I, I, I was fascinated when I started with, with video Mm. and I liked adding the music to the video. And when you, when you create the video, you start with something called a storyboard and you have to know, like at the end of the story, how do you want people to feel? What do you want them to know? And what do you want them to do? But you have to take them on a journey to get them there. So the storyboard, I really enjoyed doing that. What I didn't like was the editing. Did you know it takes five minutes to edit one minute of video? I know. And that's when you're really good.
0: I don't do that either. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do that either. I just like, hey.
1: I was going to go broke. So I learned about different, about, you know, websites, you know, the people are like, you have a video. What do I do with it? Well, you put it on your website and they would say, well, how do I do that? <laughs> but, you know, I spent 18 months in a mastermind group just on websites and search engine optimization, and I'm so grateful I did. I was there that long. After four months, I was really successful because the, the, the two leaders in the mastermind they gave us what they called them execution maps. It was really good step by step by step, illustrated instructions of what to do. Well, I didn't know anything else. I just followed the instructions and had success, right? Mm. And everyone else would come with like a former knowledge, previous concepts, they would question the instructions. I don't wanna do it like that. I wanna use this tool, not that tool. And they would just hamper their own efforts, right? So at the end of the four months, the two young leaders came to me and said, Teresa, will you lead like a ladies group within the mastermind? Because you've got this. Sure. So once a week I was teaching the ladies and they would say, I don't want to do it like that. How come we have to follow these instructions? And I would explain to them, that was all I knew. That was all I did and I am successful with this. I'm ranking websites on the first page of Google. My websites work. I sold one of them for like $10,000. <laughs>
0: oh my gosh, yeah. Woo! I just talked about this the other day with my tech guy and like, yeah, it seems like when we have more time to do another niche, we will do something like that.
1: <laughs> right, right, right. So it's extremely technical. And one of the ladies was really good at social media. I was curious about it, you know, that human curiosity factor. Well, like social media is really creative, whereas the websites are really technical. So I was drawn to this creative process. Remember the video storyboard? So you're seeing the theme here. Yeah, the whole creative process there. And then the creative process in the social media really spoke to me. Mm. And now that whole process of people and Facebook did a study on this, they will stop when they see the image of or the video on the ad. Then they read the headline if it resonates with them if they can relate to it, then they read the copy and they're like, well who's this from? Then they and then they take action. And this is all like split-second stuff. So I'm, I'm in love with the creative process. I really thrive on that. I the, the technical part, I still like it, the whole analytics, because the analytics tell me if something's working, if it's not working, what to tweak, we'll spin this dial a little bit more over here, dial this back over there. And Facebook's algorithm... when you know the algorithm and you can lean into it, you can run a dollar a day ad strategy and have people get to know you and like you and trust you. And it builds a business's awareness in the public. It builds their customer base. It builds their sales. So that dollar a day ad strategy, I've compacted um, like a sneak peek at it in like a 90 minute course. And I developed a, a, like a four-week-long course where it's more hands-on. People can use. I, I tell them what tools I use, what resources I use, and it, there's a lot of open conversation. There's a lot of interaction. Yeah, you know, I'm. I don't. I'm. I'm not a talking head in the course of blah 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 blah. Even in the 90-minute course, I love the Q&A part, and knowing where people, what are they thinking. You know, what do they want to do next? Was this helpful for them? Did it inspire them to take the next step? You know, whether it be running ads for themselves or you know, taking my course, you know, and sometimes people are like, It's too much, I'm I'm gonna just hire you. Which is okay too. You know, that um yeah, when I first started doing the ads, I had one girl, she came to me and just beautiful website her husband had built it had all of this information on there she had this incredible blog and nothing was happening Mm -hmm. and then I started running the ads for her immediate 392 percent increase in people on her Facebook page another guy came to me he had this a very utilitarian website here's the product here's the description Bye. And then he had a Facebook page and he would take like a product, take a picture of it and put it on the Facebook page. And he'd say like, what is this? <laughs> so he hired me at the website because it was so utilitarian. You had to have people so excited and determined to buy whatever it was that, that was on social media. The whole ball game was on social media for him. Hmm. We increased the traffic by 1,500% to the website and his sales increased also. One of the things that increased was his foot traffic to his retail stores.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, that was the coolest part. That was the coolest part. He was um, working with an older demographic that they were used to going to a store and buying things. So they would check it out online and they would walk into the store and they would say i saw this online
0: i want to see it i want to feel yeah, it i want to see it
1: i want to see it can you tell me about it i want to talk to somebody right none of this click and buy stuff for them yeah
0: yeah i get what no. you like cause this- if it was me, I would just like, okay, I will check the review, and then I'm going to compare which one's cheaper, and then I'm going to buy. That, that's right. like how
1: my generation buys stuff online, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I was in the store the other day looking at plants. They didn't have the plant I wanted. So I was, I there I was in the store on my phone, and I felt guilty. It's
0: like... You were there already, but they don't have stuff for you. No. Yeah.
1: No, no, there wasn't anybody to talk to either.
0: Oh, even you were there? Yeah, that's yeah. how my mom That's all the time. Right. Yeah, right. I qualify it because I don't want to go there. I want to order it online. Like, I already see this. It's already here. You see the real-, yeah. real My mom said, we have to touch it. Like, we want to see it first before we pay. Yeah,
1: we want to feel it. We want to feel things. They want to touch it. That's funny. Touchy, touchy, touchy. yeah. Yeah, that's part of our human nature, though. Mm. Is that a part of
0: curiosity that you keep mentioning? Like, the way that people respond to curiosity are different. What do you think about that compared to the message
1: on social media? Definitely. It comes down to how they process information. Mm. Like, people can process visually. They can process um, auditorially through their ears, through hearing. Um, tactile, touch. And then there's a a fourth way. It's called auditory digital.
0: Hey, what is
1: that? Yeah. Yeah. Auditory digital don't do well with social cues. They miss emotions. So that utilitarian website that my client had was perfect for an auditory digital person. Mm-hmm. but they're like less than 4% or something like that of like the entire world they're a very small population the majority of people are visual most people are visual so instagram's really popular because of its visual nature pinterest is built on the visual learning of people
0: mhm so when when like you have like prospect or any potential client, what would be the first thing you would take a look at before you run ads for them or like before you recommend them to start doing paid advertisement?
1: I would look at what is their pain. You know, as, as a, as someone that's talking to me because they want to hire me for the, they're looking for someone to hire for those services. I need to know why they want to do that. Mm. You know, and then, getting started with a new client's account i need to know what their potential client's pain is Mm. why 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 would they even consider buying this product or service because of course the clients all feel like they're selling the best things since sliced bread why wouldn't somebody want this of course it's a great price and look it's on sale (laughs)
0: I know what you mean.
1: <laughs> yeah, and 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 none of that none of that creates curiosity, number mm. one. None of that is relatable. None of it speaks to a person's needs. When you're watching commercials on television, look at what they're what, what is their message? What, what problem are they solving? You know, the laundry detergent people have got this down pat. They're showing you the pain of the child in the same shirt every day because they love that shirt. They're showing you the pain of the stinky smell. They're showing you the pain of, oh, my gosh, I have to do laundry now. And they've created an art form of making laundry enjoyable. And how it's created that role of the person doing the laundry into something on a pedestal where you're honored because you did a beautiful job with the laundry. A laundry commercial is all emotional. Mm. It's it's really cars. Some cars have it and some cars don't. You know, like there's, there's these car commercials right now that are really crafting great messages about in this time of the pandemic and you wanna go somewhere, think about how how, and in what you're going to get there. That emotional level. Do you really wanna drive in your old car? <laughs> or do you wanna go in this brand new one? Hmm. Yeah, emotions hook people.
0: And for me, I think I struggling about this before and, and right now I'm I'm trying to get better at it about messages. Like copy is very important and you mentioned about it many times already. So what would you suggest to uh, my audience or anyone who wants to start doing marketing basically, not even the paid ad themselves, to to better at copy and, and urge the curiosity of the potential buyer?
1: Ah. Um, great question I would suggest they begin to study what's called direct response marketing mm-hmm. there's there's that is the key for e- hooking emotions and drilling down into that if they were to pick up a book as simple as um it sits right next to me all the time
0: oh where does say reshot Bayan? oh okay yeah.
1: yeah. It, it, it gives you emotionally charged words, key phrases, and as you're flipping through the book, you'll see things, I saw that before. Yeah. And it's there again because it works. I had a student in one of my classes, and I was reading some of the phrases from the book, and she was like, I don't like that stuff. I said, okay, great. Use what you want, and if you don't want to use what works, you know, you'll, your results will show it. Yeah, so it's, you know, some people say they don't like to be sold to, but if I don't like to sell either. That's, that's a whole different conversation. Yeah, but, but it's, uh,
0: if they don't like to sell, how can they do business, right?
1: Right. One of my most successful courses that I did was on storytelling. hmm And I'm working on putting that, um, I did it in the format of a free five-day challenge. Mm. And I want to repackage that into a 90-minute course. But the storytelling, oh my gosh, it's so key for being able to tell your story and let people know how you came to be who you are. What do you have? And why, they, why should they care? So the storytelling is a great way to get your point across to develop clientele and to do marketing. So you've got the pain point. You've got your story. Headlines are key. Studying headlines is very important. And that's something Um, I have a, a small meetup group, meetup, it's called um, Facebook, uh, Fort Lauderdale Facebook in the in meetup. And we talk about headlines a lot in there. You know, the headlines are important because that's part of what gra- grabs attention. Yeah. Which is that curiosity factor.
0: That's how you stop the thumb, right? When you say right, it. stop the thumb. <laughs> <laughs> thumb
1: Stop the thumb. Stop <laughs> the thumb. And 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 one of the th- also is is the picture. Mm. You know, Facebook's got all these cool ways of um putting your your ad in different places. And there's a science behind where you're, what's most effective and what's not.
0: Mm.
1: And that's one of the things I teach in the four-week is this needs to be tested out. You know, what's working? Where, where are people responding to you at the most? But advertising is fascinating. There's a, I'm working with a client currently and the biggest challenge is who will buy the product?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Who will sign up for it?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's knowing who your audience is. And when you know your audience, oh my gosh, 30 to 60 days of testing, done.
0: It's a lot easier. <laughs> it is. Uh-huh.
1: It is. You know, at the end of the four-week course, people have the ability to go out and run an ad, which is great.
0: Mm-hmm. That, that's what
1: I want for people.
0: Yeah, yeah, I like the model that you you form like 90 minute course, and then like, okay, you can start from here, like to 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 trial on the one dollar a day ad, right? Which yeah. everyone already like big eyes right here like $1 a day. I have heard only like $3 or $5 a day but this is the first time I hear $1 a day like from the awareness campaign. I'm like wow that's that's pretty good deal.
1: It really is. It's, it's an amazing way to, to stay in front of people without breaking the bank. It's a great way to get your content out there. It's a great way for people to get to know you and like you and trust you. And that's what you need. You know, on average people see something 22 times before they buy it. 22 times. That's a lot.
0: That's why we have to keep
1: offering. <laughs> right. Right. And, and sometimes it's not even an offer, but an educational piece. Mm. You know, it, it's a conversation. You know, it's a, it's a testimonial. It's, um, something that people could pick up on um, that's not from you. Mm-hmm. So th- these are all really important areas to know when you go into advertising. You know, I in the field I'm in, I'm called a media buyer.
0: Yeah. It's, yeah, I have heard that. And sometimes it's confuses me between agency and media buyer like these Position how they call in the market, like the HR department, they are like quite variety, but very similar role in reality, you know. So yes. sometimes it confused me, like social setter, social seller. Oh, <laughs> 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 these things are like why? Why you just call things so fancy? They do the same thing somehow.
1: Right, <laughs> right. When I first heard the term media buyer. That television commercials, <laughs> yeah. Is that PR,
0: like for the commercial? Yeah, I, I do think like that as well, but actually, eyeballs buyer, right? Right, yeah, that's what right. I understand that afterwards. Like, okay, so hopefully, no one calls eyeballs buyer or something like or attention or something. Oh my gosh, yeah. So, right now, we know that we need to have the right message to build trust and.
1: Yeah, I think I think I call it the clock factor, K-L-T. No like trust. But the K is silent, so it doesn't really work. Oh
0: my gosh, yeah. So that is the main thing. So that's why you you support the brand awareness campaign first when anyone wants to start doing paid ads, right? And yes. then if they want to go at once, they can go up to your four weeks level of the course. And if sure. that is not enough, they can up to your done-for-you service. And I think you already like solved you you provide a solution for each problem that they will have along the journey that you provide to your clients already. And I think that's very flawless right there. So SEO, you mentioned about SEO. You you, yes. you made your website to the first page Google before. So what I understand that was organic, organic searching and ultimate, wow. organic optimization. I'm not sure. So I want you to correct me on this, whether... In order to make SEO work, do you need to pay it on advertisement to Google as well or not? Or it could be like purely organic?
1: It can be organic.
0: Yeah. And, and what yes. is the reason why you, you shift or you haven't shifted yet from doing SEO to paid advertisement?
1: Well, the SEO is very technical. Ah. And the paid advertising has a creative component to it that I really enjoy, especially the content writing. Mm-hmm. I actually been hired to just, just do the content writing for a client. The SEO, I'm glad that I spent the 18 months there because it built my foundation. All of paid advertising is mm-hmm. built on the keyword research. Yeah. And SEO yeah. is built on keyword research. Unless you know how to do keyword research, there's no reason for you to be an online marketer. Zero. You're done. Zilch. They're not
0: going to find you.
1: <laughs> right, right. It, it defines who is in the business and who's not, truly. Yeah. That keyword research is tantamount to success.
0: Yeah. So, anyone who listens to this right now, they are looking
1: for a key, keyword optimizer. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, I offer clients um, a strategic action plan, and the main component of that is their keyword research. If they're not ready to, to, they they know they don't want to run the ads yet, but they want to know what does the plan look like? I'll put the plan together for them and give them the plan. And the major part of that is the keyword research.
0: Yeah. It should be included since they do the market research when they started marketing, right? Right. It's a huge component of it.
1: Yes. Yes. I, I recently had a client and he didn't have any of the keywords in any of his social media.
0: So some clients they still like having offline store something, but they want to start advertising online. Come to you as well, right? Yeah.
1: Ah. Absolutely.
0: Because from from my side, most of the people who I' surrounding with currently, they all have like online persona, let's say, but they not really go into SEO just yet. But I know, like eventually, when they want to optimize their footstep either to their website or their store in the future they have to optimize everything together and and make it as a whole level of marketing and that's always fascinating me like all the parcels stick together like you you just started talking about that i'm like yeah and not many agencies doing that all in one
1: it's intriguing to me like the one guy that came to me with the the website and the retail stores yes a website will drive traffic to the stores you know, I was reading an article the other day. Someone was like, it was in a forum. He said, why why, why would, as a business owner, would I use social media? Yeah, because it's your, it's your easiest, most low-cost way of gaining trust, of getting your brand out there and getting people to know who you are. You know, It was, you know, even in one-on-one conversations, you, you know, you run into somebody at, in the mall or you go to meet a neighbor, our human nature, who are you? What do you have? And why should I care? Those are the three questions that are always going on in the back of somebody's head. You're walking into the grocery store and somebody's doing a little de- uh, cooking demo. Well, who are you? What do you have? Why should I care? That, that's what's going on in the back of somebody's head. Answer those three questions in your marketing on a regular, ongoing basis. Because here's the thing with a Facebook page, yes, you might have 2,000, 5,000, 10,000 likes and followers, but only 1% to 3% of those people are actually going to see anything you post. That's just the way the algorithm works. And that's why there's a huge shift to Facebook groups now. Mm-hmm. If you have a group People will see whatever you post because they're going to get notified that something got posted in the group.
0: Yeah. And the algorithm just keep changing and changing.
1: Yeah. You know, I, I spent 18 months in the SEO mastermind group. How many years has it been? Five years
0: now, six years. It's still the same.
1: It's still the same.
0: Oh my gosh. That's good. Like that's quite, stable like certain i'm not sure whether that's good or not but it it helps system person like me that is proven and every time yeah. you do the same thing you get the same result but then when you play with like for example facebook algorithm that they keep testing like right now they just change to the new facebook version which i'm not really appreciating <laughs> it's quite hard to yeah i prefer the old version more i think it's like faster so
1: my, my new version is a little slow yeah, I like the new yeah. version because it has dark mode.
0: Ah
1: And I'm on the computer so much, I appreciate the dark mode.
0: Ah, right. Uh, see, we have different preference right here. <laughs> no, but that's okay. I mean, that's normal. That's how they market us differently,
1: right? Right? That's why they keep us offer dark mode and light mode.: Yeah. Facebook and online advertising, Instagram advertising, LinkedIn advertising always changing as far as the algorithm goes so you have to change the tactic or the strategy to keep up with it the basic elements of marketing are the same matter of fact one of the books i really i enjoy reading is from the 1920s another one is from the 1960s these are the classics that all the other books are written off of yeah
0: i know you you were not the first person who telling me this thing like i am one of the person who believe as well that nothing news right now but who changed the way to educate other people from the from the core value that previously the scholar have discovered or something like that it's yeah. keeping by the loop innovation diffusion right so i believe that
1: yeah it's oh, makes a huge difference yeah the, all, all the um all the marketing when, when those elements are the same it makes a big difference to just keep because you know what you need to do you just need to tweak the algorithm the the strategy or the tactic and things are shifting.
0: But that is something that changed by the time anyway. So it's not affect the foundation. Yeah, that's right. Great. Right. And,
1: and that, that's why I'm always learning. You know, I'm, I spent thousands of dollars to stay in masterminds with people that know more than I do <laughs> so that I could stay on top of everything. Like right now there's a, and by the time this airs, this might change, but there's a new update coming up for iOS.
0: Yeah, that's and the updates, the I do. Yeah. <laughs>
1: and it's going to affect Facebook if I wasn't in my mastermind group, I wouldn't know how to handle that. Mm. That's why I spend the thousands of dollars that I do to stay informed, to stay on top of my craft. Mm. So that I know what's going on. So that when it comes to a LinkedIn ad, I know how to use the whole algorithm and a strong strategy that gets results. So that I know that my content is still gonna get seen from my clients.
0: Yeah, I totally agree with you. It's all about who you hang out with and how you, make that better on your business and or even your personal life and connection, right? I mean, we met in the mastermind as well. Without me joining that mastermind, I wouldn't get to know you today and interview you.
1: Yeah, the good things have come out of the pandemic, huh?
0: Yeah, indeed. (laughs) Globally, we can meet globally.
1: (laughs) I agree. The, The whole global thing, you know, I'm hoping that when it all ends, A lot of these great international connections are still available. I mean, I think it's enriched the world. I know for me, it's enriched my life, and I enjoy meeting people. Unlike when I was a teenager, and all I want to do is go home and read a book. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) which I still enjoy reading, but mostly on Sundays.
0: Well, but we are lifelong learners, right? Like, we really cannot stop learning because things keep changing all the time. You wouldn't know until you keep. Learning and then you know that you know nothing and you just have to keep filling up
1: your cup. You really do. You have to keep learning. And, you know, someone said a long time ago, if you're not learning and growing, you're dying. Mm. I agree with that. You know, as I learn new things, as I grow my skills, I I become a newer person too. Yeah. Better at what I do.
0: I agree. I really strongly agree on that. Like we better meant by time. And and buy the things that I mean, me six months ago wouldn't think that way. It at some particular of my life and you really point out that quite strongly that everything is effect. Like friends, environment, books. Like, see, today you mentioned this book to me. Once I check, I hope my copy would be right.
1: <laughs> Yay. <laughs> just Yay. My life right now. That's great.
0: Yeah. So that's great. I appreciate all the connection. Like it's just like enlightened me every day. And I really enjoy that. Like Eureka time of my life. When I interview any guests, it's like I'm reading a new book.
1: <laughs> I love it. I love you. You know, Jim Rohn says that your library, when you die, your library will be more valuable than your couch <laughs> or any other material possession.
0: Exactly. Like eventually you have to sell something that you not really need.
1: <laughs> right. I mean, I love my books. As many times as I've moved, People are like, do you have to move all the books? I'm like, well, yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm moving right now.
1: Right? <laughs> I told you. I'm like, <laughs> oh, that's right. Are you taking your books with you? Of course. Well, but of at course. least
0: I don't have that much here. Like I'm looking at my bookshelf. It's over here. But like, <laughs> yeah, I need to digitalize things. Like I, I know I also love hard copy books as well. But once I'm moving and traveling a lot, I have to make a decision that I seems like I need to have an iPad and just read for me
1: or something. Yes, yes, or Audible. Audible is great yeah, too. Yeah.
0: yeah, exactly. But I have a lot
1: of reference books on my Audible.
0: Yeah, but if Audible. If I'm
1: driving audible. 15, 20 minutes, I'll turn on an Audible book.
0: Ah, So I listen to podcasts instead because I have podcasts, oh, right? And I listen to right. other podcasts. Yeah, so I'm not really listening to audio, but I prefer to highlight. I, I really like to like write down. Things. Yeah,
1: That's, yeah if, I, if I really like the book, I'll go buy it.
0: You have permanent location. I don't have that yet. So we'll see in the future.
1: Yes, it'll come. It is coming for you.
0: Yeah. I'm moving back home now. So that is somehow permanent. So right now, I mean, first of all, I really appreciate your energy. Like since I'm speaking to you, I feel like you're a very calm and warm person. And that's like already reached to me here. And I just want to tell you that.
1: Oh, thank you. Yeah,
0: so in case anyone, um, wants to work with you, how can they reach out to you then?
1: Oh, if they would go to my website, right Away leads, it's R I G H T. A W A Y L E A D S.com. Right And they'll find my scout, scal- my schedule there. Schedule for a free one-on-one for consultation. And they'll find a free gift I have there as well. And, uh, the schedule for the courses, always changing. So I've, st- I've learned to start a waiting list for people. Oh. People are already ask me about my October course. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking, I, I try to take a, a little bit of time off to either launch a new project or renew myself so that I don't offer the four week course consistently, like every four weeks. It's uh, more like, okay. yeah, like every eight to 10 weeks. Wow,
0: you're very dedicated.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. That's
0: amazing. That's why people want to work with you. They want to learn from you because everything updates.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and they can follow me on Facebook as well. And my, my page is ads that serve. You know, I feel very strongly that these ads that say buy nine, buy this, buy that, they don't serve anybody. Craft an ad that serves your business well. Craft an ad that serves your customer and gets them in a position where they understand you are the solution to their problem. Keep the ads serving out good and goodwill. Keep the ads informationally and educationally focused. And that brings the money in. It creates the client base. So feel free to like my page ads that serve. And I have tips on there for technology and we practice using different words on Wednesdays. It's a, I put articles up to keep people informed. So That would be another way to follow me.
0: Yeah, you're amazing. Thank you so much for joining me, Teresa.
1: Oh, it's my pleasure. This has it's been a true delight. Yes, you're very energetic.
0: Thank you, I appreciate you. Yeah. Hey, Get Unstuck family. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Don't forget to subscribe and give us honest review. We really appreciate you. If you would like to learn more about my research or my client experience on weekly basis, you can subscribe to our weekly newsletter at beforeyouscale.com. And don't forget
1: to get unstuck.